Hey, entrepreneur, before we jump in, um, quick story is that the other day I had a friend approach me and, you know, longstanding entrepreneur, brilliant person. What they said to me was, you know, Michelle, 2021 was a hell of a year. And I feel like I'm behind on all my 2022 planning, you know, and I got to thinking about that and, you know, I'm sure that they're not alone because it was, it was a doozy of a year. So if that is something that you are feeling, I've opened up two, okay, just two, because I'm pretty swamped this time of year, two spots for strategic planning sessions. And if that's something you're interested in and you heard this episode I'm going to give you 10% off too of that session because I really do think it's been a rough year for some, but that should not impact us hitting the ground running in 2022. So if you're interested in that, go through my website, michellamercier.com and go through the contact us form, reference this episode, and I will be in contact with you ASAP to get you started on that session. But remember only two spots. So you want to get on that today. But for right now, I am jumping in with the brilliant Carrie Murphy. Let's go. Ever found yourself teetering on the edge of throwing in the towel? You know, asking yourself questions like, is this supposed to be this hard? Or is it even possible to succeed at this entrepreneur thing? (sighs) I completely get it because I built my successful businesses while juggling major health issues for my children and myself, debt piling up to my eyeballs and so much more. Want to know how the hell I succeeded and how you can too? Tune in to find out. Here we go. Hey there, entrepreneurs, and welcome to today's show. I am so grateful and so blessed to be joined by the incredible Carrie Murphy, who is the CEO and founder of Inspired Living. And also, this is a part that I feel like we are very much aligned on, Carrie, is that she's committed to empowering people all over the world to dream it, live it, be it. I also just found out she is a, an entrepreneur, a mompreneur, as I like to say it, international speaker, media expert, business mentor, seasoned entrepreneur, and we are going to have a lot to talk about. So thank you so much for joining me today, Carrie. Oh, you're so welcome, Michelle. I'm excited. So much for us to talk about. I know. I know. Well, let's start off. Um, let's just, I always love to start off with hearing a little bit more background and giving the audience some, some vision into your journey. So start with us there, especially anything that has to do with adversity or resilience, given where we are right now in the podcast. Oh, there's a whole lot. Um, and, you know, I think we both had said earlier on that I don't know of one successful entrepreneur that hasn't had a road fill of a lot of potholes and bumps yeah. along the way. So I have a very similar story. Um, but I grew up in Oregon. I'm the middle uh, child of three girls, my poor dad, yeah, three <laughs> girls and a, and a, and we did get a, a male dog for him at one point. But um, you know what's so funny, Michelle, when I think about what I do now, which is really helping entrepreneurs be seen, be known, and be paid for the unique brilliance they bring to the marketplace. As a little girl, I would always find like the person in the back of the room with their head down, you know, and I would just see potential in people. And I, I love discovering and helping people cultivate like their talent, their gifts. And so that's been me since I was a little girl. Um, I started, I want to say I air quotes modeling because, you know, 
back in the 80s it was like mannequin modeling and windows and like a couple jc penny runway shows so that's funny i can't even really say the word modeling but um i grew up with you know a lot of entertainment in my family my grandmother was a professional singer she looked like marilyn monroe i mean stunning woman and my uncle's a musician funny that i married one um you know (laughs) but but so i've always had like this affinity towards entertainment and so i remember like probably being my daughter's age, my daughter's six, I started asking my mom, like, I want to be on TV. I want to sing. I want to do this. And so she waited till I was 11, the most awkward age humanly possible on the planet. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. So awkward, like braces three times, a couple bad perms. Um, But I went into modeling and acting school. And why this is so important is because I ended up buying that agency at 27. So, you know, here I am 11 years old, you know, learning how to be on a runway and, you know, be on camera. And I will never forget looking back at my video because that's what we did in acting class, right? Like we would do something and then the teacher would have us play it back. The most mortified, like, could you put me in a more horrific situation than having (laughs) to watch myself? And I remember literally like, like, oh my, oh my God. And I bring that up because, you know, in my forties now, that little girl never goes away. And so for the entrepreneur who says to herself, oh my gosh, like I look that way. I sound that way. I'm not pretty enough, tall enough, old enough, young enough. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I was told, you know, you need to lose 10 pounds, Carrie. You know, you're not blonde enough. You're not ethnic enough. You're not this enough. Mm -hmm. Like what ethnicity are you? I'm like, what do you need me to be? Like, like, (laughs) and so growing up with that, it took me a minute to really find and appreciate all that I am. And I think when we're looking at building our businesses, like that's the only thing we have to bring to the table is who we most authentically are. And so I started my first business at 23. Um, It was an interior design business. And even then I was using video to grow my business, like way before social media and websites, who had that? Um, I was on the local morning show as the interior design expert. Like I was always using video. I just, I I didn't realize it because it's just something I always had done. I'd always been on TV doing commercials and things like that. So fast forward, I'm 27, I'm bored. You know, I'm working for myself by myself where most entrepreneurs find them selves, right? And so my mom called me one day, Michelle, and she said, Carrie, there's a modeling agency for sale. And I said, you know, mom, that's great, but I would want to work with talent. Like I would want to work with actors because I love developing talent. She said, well, let me just call on it for you and I'll call you right back. Five minutes later, she calls me back and she says, Carrie, you won't believe who it is. And I said, it's Carol, isn't it? Now, you don't know who in the world Carol is, but Carol is the (laughs) owner of the agency I went through as a little girl. So at uh, 27, $15,000, my mom and I both put in to buy the agency, took it from about 150,000 to almost 800,000 when I had to close it. Now we're going to the adversity part. Yeah, I had to close it in 2008. Now I know for 2020, a lot of people lost their business or they they lost their way. And what I wanna say is that sometimes God universe, like we have to lose something in order to gain mm-hmm. something so yes. much better. Yeah. And so looking back at that time, I was the most, for a minute, cause I'm pretty resilient and I have faith, but I will say for a hot second there, I was pretty broken. I had lost the agency, which was at that point, my identity, right? Building yeah. it between 27 and 33. I didn't have a backup plan. You know, I was a big fish in a small town. Um, I was known for what I did, not for who I was anymore. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so when I lost the agency, I really lost myself. But what I will say 
is that, you know, the old saying, when a door closes, a window opens. The thing is the window opens, but you actually have to look at the window. So you actually notice it. Yes. You have to look at it. So in 2008, when the agency was literally dying, what it felt like the slowest death, like, I'm like, where's the money? Like what's happening? I had no mentors, no coaches, no idea what the heck I was doing. Like I built the agency just off of pure passion and loving what I did. I never invested in mentorship. I never had someone to turn to until it was too late. And I'm like, holy bleep, like, yeah, I'm going to lose this agency. I don't have any money left. Right. But that same year, I got my first national hosting job on the Golf Channel. I was an MTV maid coach because I had coached a Miss America and they sought me out. And so here I am. I signed with an LA agency, one of the top agencies, and Jeff Probst, the owner, the owner, the host of Survivor, introduced me to his agent. And he said, um, Carrie, when are you moving to LA? And I'm like, I'm not moving to LA. He's like, yes, you are. I'm like, no, I have the agency. You know, she told me I can just like commute and go back and forth. He's like, we'll see. I'd kid you not. Three months later, I'm living in Los Angeles. I had to close the agency doors. Um, I had to file bankruptcy. I, I literally, I moved seven times in three years. Um, I was doing any job I could to make ends meet. I was, you know, at 33, which could be 93 in LA, you know, calling Mm -hmm. my mom for gas money. It was the most humbling. Yes. This is pre-inspired living, like the most humbling three years. Like I was eating the most humble pie. I mean, being a, a roommate, in in situations that no one would want to be in and here i am like i've owned homes i've owned businesses right and i found myself like really back at the bottom but the beautiful thing about that michelle as i look back now is i did a ton of personal development and it really got me to figure out who carrie was and what i wanted to do and you know with the agency i was developing all this talent which i love but i wasn't fulfilling my highest good You know, like I wasn't doing what I truly am gifted at doing. And I feel like now, and I hope someone can really relate to this because again, it's Steve Jobs who says, you can't connect the dots in front of you. You can only connect them behind you. Exactly. And I look back and like, I could not have even put those dots together. Like how, how divine that is that I'm doing what I do now. I told you before we, we went live here that growing up in Oregon, my room literally was palm trees and dolphins and oceanscapes. <laughs> and I lived in Oregon where pine trees were outside my door. Exactly. And here I am living in Southern California, you know, by the beach, palm trees and dolphins. And I'm not saying every day is rainbows and lollipops. I'm a mompreneur. Let me tell you, there are many days I want right. to pull my hair out. Exactly. But I just want to say like, it's all brought me to the most divine place. And I think sometimes the struggle, as we all know, creates the story mm-hmm. and that it's really important that people understand, like no one is born with the success gene. There are highs and lows in everyone's journey. And I think the, the importance of belief in yourself is one of the most important things we hold. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, I, number one, you may not know this about me, but I was a theater music person too. And went uh, through, went I can feel agencies. that. I can feel that. Yeah. Right. Yes. So when you're telling the story, I'm like, oh yeah. Like, what do I be? Yeah. Who am I? Who do you need me to be at this moment? How much weight do you need me to lose? Like yeah. all of those things. And, you yeah. know, and I, and something that you said that was really, really hit home, at least with me, and I'm sure with our listeners too, was the people around you being more connected with what you were doing than who you were. Right. And those kind of moments of, well, I'm on this and I'm doing this and look at my kind of roster of accomplishments. Right. And as I like to call myself, maybe and a recovering overachiever, but I don't know if that's true. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like you do get lost. Um, We are, we are two, two birds of a feather. Yes. Good God. But I think 
it speaks volumes of you that you said, you know, <laughs> when you, when you get to a point when, and again, that, that moment that you described, you're calling your mom for gas money, you're, you know, oh, you don't know when the next horrible. thing is coming yeah. from it's, it is a true identity crisis. Yes. <laughs> like when, if anyone yes. who's never been in one of those situations, like it is, it rocks your identity to the core and, yeah. and you're exactly right. It, it, it affords you the opportunity to kind of get really clear on the, who am I piece? And what is it that I want? I want, not what everybody do I else want. Wants. I want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I mean, I really was able to like take the time. Well, I didn't, I had the time, right. To figure yeah. out. And what's so funny is when I look back, like going through things like landmark, I became a, a trainer and I traveled around the world and taught neurolinguistics and quantum yeah. physics and things that I would not teach today, but things that shaped who I am today. Right. And I look at those experiences and go, oh my gosh, like how that shaped who I am now. And, you know, and then I met an, a spiritual intuitive that when I was pregnant with my daughter, Lauren, I was a single mom for three years. I built inspired living by myself, no family around, um, you know, just doing the hustle. And I met this amazing spiritual guide her name's sabrina rising and she's one of my best friends today and i'm just like you know the people come in at the right time at the right place and you have to be open though i think that's the yes, key absolutely. is that you have to be open um and like i said the whole time the agency was literally like dying like oh my gosh i'm holding on to it with everything that i have and yet all these windows were opening and i'm like i'm not looking over there i'm not gonna do that i, I got a door over here you know right Right. You were too busy yeah. holding on and paying attention to With how hard dear, you were holding on to yes, for my life yes. and capitalize on the other things. And I, that is such yeah. an important you know, lesson for our listeners to, listeners to hear because how many of us have held on to something way beyond its expiration way date longer in hopes, but you're exactly right. We wrap our identities up in it, or there's yeah. something, something that's you know not done brewing or something like that with that loss yeah. that allows us to release. But the minute you do, I'm a big believer that when you, when you step onto the path, you're supposed to be, the universe lines up to provide always. Always, you know, and we sit here and we go, gosh, you know, why is this so hard? Or we sit in a situation so long because we're just so scared to let go. Yeah. We're so scared because we think the situation we are in is some sort of security where in fact, it's actually like bondage. You know what I mean? Like whether it's a relationship or a career or anything that you feel like you're not fulfilled. Like I will say what 2020 really did for me and continues to do this year is shows me every single day how precious life is how fragile life is yeah um, my dad has been in the hospital for months not with covid with with something else and you know it's just like we have one life yes why are you not doing your most genius work on the planet why are you waiting for someone to tell you you're good enough right. that you're smart enough that you are deserving like at the end of the day only you can say i am worth going after my dreams and if your partner or friends or whatever don't get it, go get new friends. <laughs> you know, exactly. I'm not saying dump your husband, but I'm saying, you know, I mean, you really have to look at like, you know, I, I think especially as we get a little bit older, Michael, my husband is like, like the purpose of life. You know, he's a world renowned sax saxophonist and it's like, what's the meaning? And I'm like, isn't that such the question that yeah. I think at some point we all ask ourselves you know? Yeah, no, we we're getting deep do. here. We're getting very I know, I know. Watch out, yes. folks. Watch out, we're folks. supposed to be talking about video, like, hello. <laughs> but, but I think here's the thing. 
I think when you know all those, you, I mean, I don't know if we ever know the answer, but when we can feel in and we believe in ourselves and we're true to ourselves and we show up authentic and we're willing to be transparent, like that's where businesses grow. Yes. They don't grow in the, in the trying to be perfect, trying to be someone you're not, you know, everything is video everything and i've been teaching it for over a decade but i'll tell you what 2020 really showed us like this is where we live and you either show up in a way that people can authentically connect with or you are going to struggle a lot yeah exactly yeah. and i and i think yeah. there's there's no true words than what you just said right there especially from a business perspective like i'm very yeah. much an advocate of keeping the personal in business because you know as long percent. as as long as you've processed what you're putting out there, right? Because I know Correct. you and I have yes. spoken about talking about maybe transparency versus authenticity when it comes to yeah. putting yourself on camera, when it comes to putting yourself out there, period. So give yeah. me your two cents about those two, those two terms. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, authenticity is how you show up right? It's the, it's your mannerisms, it's your language. It's, I should, there, it should be so congruent. Like how I see you in person, like if you and I were to go have lunch, it would be just like this. There's yes. no difference. Whether I'm on stage, I might be a little bit more animated because I feel the energy and I get super exactly. pumped, yeah. but that's the same carry. Like there's how I show up on camera is the same way I am off camera. And after being a TV host for like 10 years, I had to work on that because I would show up a little hosty and I'm exactly. like, bring it, bring it to your belly. So <laughs> Authenticity yes. to me is how you show up. Transparency is how much you share, exactly. you know, and we always hear the mess is in the message, right? And yes, it is. But when you are knee deep, or I should say up to your, you know, chin in the mess, it is really hard to have the perspective to share it. And I, yes. you just said that, right? Like, yep. I absolutely agree that your story is the only thing that really makes you unique, you know, and sharing it in a way that people can relate to, that they can see themselves in you um, is so important. You know, you look at brands like Spanx, you know, I'm a big yes. fan of Sarah Blakely. I am too. And yeah. I just, she's just so authentic and she's transparent. Now I'm guarantee you, she's not sharing every fight she has with Jesse, right? Yeah. But she is sharing a bit of the mess because do we not relate as mompreneurs, like to see Sarah with her four kids, you know, I'm like, you get it. Like her hair is a mess or whatever. And you're like, she's a real person. People want to do business with people, not things. So okay. the more you can show up as a human being, right? And share, like I share my bankruptcy story. I share I was a single mom. Like, could I share it at the moment I was going through it? Like I had to get, I had to kind of get my own yeah. feet stable before, because here's the thing. I think you should share, share a story when it can help someone else. And oftentimes it doesn't benefit anyone when you're still going through it yourself. Now, I'm not saying that you can't share that you're going through something traumatic or you're going through a hard time. People relate to that. Um, who was it that was just sharing uh, Rachel? Oh man, give me a second. Um, it doesn't matter. Anyway, she was sharing that she was going through a divorce and you know, that was very personal Our, and all, yeah. all her fans showed up, like we're with you. We're, you know, and I think that's okay, but you're not going to share every single thing you're going through. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I've had people say to me, well, well, how, why Hollis, you Rachel this? Hollis, Rachel it's Hollis. coming. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, and I've had people say, well, you've been through so much, but you know, you're not documenting all of it. You know, if you're telling us to be honest and authentic and I was like, well, if you'd like me to document when I'm on a ball, having a panic attack on my floor, <laughs> I don't know how useful that's going to be to anybody. Um, you know, also I'm a big believer in what you just said. You have got to process 
whatever that stuff is, because it's part of also like that hero's journey, right? If you can't complete the cycle and then step forward and teach what you've learned, you're only giving, you know, three quarters of the lessons when it comes to that. And also I think there's, there's not a lot of value, at least to me and me being a complete disaster in delivering the message. And, you know, some of the things they're hard, life is hard. Life is hard. Yeah. And again, I think it's important that, you know, we are transparent as business owners and as leaders, like, again, you know, we want to be the guide, not the hero in our businesses. So helping other people see themselves in your journey is important. And I think it is timing. You know, you could say, Hey guys, I'm going through a divorce. I need a little space. I'm going to take some time to process what's going on right now. You know, I might be a little raw and a little more vulnerable, you know, during this time, but I just want to let you know. So, cause I might not be as present right now. Like that's a totally cool way to put that out there. Respect that. Absolutely. Instead of going through all the things that you're going through, cause that's a lot for people. Here's the thing. When you're sharing your, your, mess other people have to hold it right they hold space and it's just exactly it's an it's an energy exchange and that can be heavy for people you know Mm -hmm. so i just think it it really depends on you it depends on your tribe it depends on what you do you know all of those things no and i like the way that you explained authenticity as well because you know, it's exhausting. And I think all of us have probably had that experience where like, for me, I had work, Michelle, I had home, Michelle, I had on camera, Michelle, I had this, yeah. Michelle, like, yeah. like which one am I showing up as today? It's yes. so exhausting after a while. And you can't, I'm sorry, but after all, you can't keep track of all the narratives. You can't keep track of who you're showing up as when, <laughs> which hat am I wearing I know. I'm like, And yes. then, you know, the world got a lot messier in 2020 where everything became integrated. So mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in what you just said is who you yeah. see me here is who you'll see maybe with a couple more swears. And like you said, a little bit more animated <laughs> after a couple of drinks, but you know, I mean, it's, but it's the, the same, same thing. I mean, we've all seen people that are one way in the public and another way like behind closed doors. And I'm also my, I I always get a little like disheartened when I hear of someone that I really admired for their outward persona, but then you hear like how they are behind the scenes and you're like, really, that's how they come on, you know, that's how they treat their employees or that's how they treat people. Like that's a real bummer, you know? And I think that, you know, none of us are perfect, but I think that to be congruent um, with how you show up in the world is, is important. It's important to me. Yeah. And especially nowadays, like to bring it back to video, I was having a conversation with the client yesterday and we were, we were doing this and I was talking her through and she was, she needed to put out a video. And I said, don't you dare get your makeup on, get your hair done, get all your stuff. I was like, just get on the damn camera. I'm like, because again, if people can't see themselves in you and plus it's such a, you know, a video society that, you know, they may not be able to resonate as deeply with you in that case. Yeah. And, And that's interesting too, because we also, at Inspired Living, like we talk about that so much. Like I launched a beauty line, right? Where we have yeah. the eye kit and we're going to be launching so many other things mm-hmm. because my clients would ask me forever, like Carrie, like I have no idea how to do my makeup, you know, and I want to feel good. And I think that's yeah, important that's that different. when you press yeah. record, you feel good, right. you know, and makeup, no makeup, hair, no hair. It's like, what makes you feel good when okay. you press record? Because you're not showing up for anyone else. I mean, you are, don't get me wrong, but so the narrative that you will be going through if you don't like the way you look or you don't like all of those things it's it's a difficult one to work through so i'm like go do you get ready do what you need to do and then show up and speak to one person at a time michelle if there's any golden advice i can give people 
it is stop trying to talk to everyone. In fact, please don't start your videos with, hey, everyone, because we are in like right now it is you and me, but we know there's there's right. going to be a lot of people listening, a lot of people watching. But at any moment, there's only one person listening and one set of eyeballs watching. So yeah. the more you make me, you, me, right, make me feel like you're talking to me, the more you're going to connect, the more you're going to convert all of those fancy C words, right? So, you know, establish credibility, all of those mm -hmm. things. So speak to one person and you have to know this person like you, like yes. you know her, like you know her, like you know her or him, right? You're speaking through the camera lens. You're not speaking mm -hmm. at a camera lens. It's not this inanimate object. It's a conduit that takes your words and your message into the heart and the eyes and the ears of the person watching. So it's really important. Like when you get that, there's a huge shift in our clients. Like when they, when they come and work with me and I can tell, I can tell that they do not know who they're talking to. And I will ask them, who are you talking to? And they say, I don't know. I'm like, I know you don't know yeah, because the energy of what you're saying falls before it falls flat. It doesn't, it doesn't transcend, yeah. right? It doesn't go through. You totally get this as someone who's, who's done this too. Yeah. So when you know that one person and what we teach people is demographics important, psychographic is what wins the game. Like understanding how someone feels yes. when they're watching your video, where are they at? What emotional state are they in? What are their struggles? What are their hopes? What are their dreams? When you know that and you speak into that, like people are like, shut the front door. Like she's talking to me. How does she know? Like what exactly is going on in my brain? And people think it's magic, but it's just knowing your ideal avatar and speaking into her or him from that emotional connection. Because video yeah. is all about emotional connection. And people spend so much time on their words and the words do not matter. What matters yeah. is the emotion you're making me feel. So yeah. stop, I, I mean, I am so against scripting. We teach our clients how to, how to create a format. Um, yeah. So their, their thoughts are bullet pointed. So they, right. they have a flow, they don't get lost, but they're not, they're not thinking of their next word because you cannot, unless you're a trained actor, right? You cannot be your, in your head and in your heart at the same time. No. It's impossible. So it is, it is. And what you just said right there is like the number one thing that was hammered into our head in school too, was the point of art and video is an art is to evoke yes. emotion period a thousand percent the End number sentence. one thing yes <laughs> so yes. to your point thank you also for saying that don't script the whole thing out because i've i've had coaches oh. who will say write it all out and paste it to the corner of your laptop and i was like I, are you kidding me Do i can see oh my time yeah your I'm eyes i can see. see it boom boom and i'm like okay i can now tell where exactly your script is located you know when i would rather see some someone fumble through something and stare directly at me percent. and read it well, yeah i mean think about this every time you look away from the camera you break rapport exactly. right it's like sitting down with a person and every time they're getting ready to talk they they look at their phone yeah. so annoying yeah. like please don't do that like please don't script and then put it up there and think that we don't see that I, I agree you're better off like bullet point your thoughts you know you could put a little sticky note so you have like a couple bullet points totally fine but remember every time you look away you're breaking trust with the person watching yeah. and we know if you're reciting something that you've memorized don't try to memorize because we know yes. and i'll tell you if you're not authentic here's the here's the statistic that'll blow your mind three seconds you have three seconds to keep and capture someone's attention when they press play so if, if you're not emotionally connected with that person if you're not speaking into them if you're talking all about you and you're scripted like 
Bye-bye. No one's staying. Yeah. Three yeah. seconds. And I'd be surprised Three. if it wasn't quicker than that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, we are in an ADDDD society. We're in you know, content overload. Yeah. There is no lack of content, but there is a lack of congruency. There's lack of authenticity, a lot of talking heads, a lot of people trying to use video, but they don't know who they are. And if you don't know who you are, then how do you possibly show up authentic? You can't, right? So if you're trying to be like someone else because you see them on social and you think they're cool and this is working for them, so I'm just gonna put that facade on and wear that for a day, um, people see right through that, you know? No, and it's it's a hard pattern to break. Like, I don't know about you, but I found myself all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not in alignment. And how did I just do that? Like, and I didn't even feel it coming because there is such a heavy amount of information and communication coming at us that sometimes Mm -hmm. you will fall out of that. And you need to just be able to realign back. And I'll guarantee if you look at your metrics that you can probably tell where you fell out as well. Yeah. Yes. It is so true. I mean, when I post a reel or I do something a little more goofy or, um, I show my kids, you know, I mean, we produce all this beautiful curated content (laughs) and I'll tell you, it's the most raw behind the scenes stuff that people love. So that's something to remember too. I think, I think it's a combination of both. Like you have the professional stuff for positioning. Like I'm positioned in my industry because for the last 10 years, right. I've put out a certain level of content, right? but also it's, it, it's the behind the scenes. It's, I will tell you, this is the first year ever that I've posted selfies with no makeup. And, um, I will say there's a little bit of filter. I, I will say a tiny one though, but that makes you um, feel better. That makes you feel it better. It makes me feel better, but I will say the outpouring from women, like, cause I'm, oh, I've always been glam. I started wearing eyeliner when I was 11. Like I just, I like, I like looking a certain way for me. Right. And right. so for me to show up without makeup, really, I mean, to, to some person, it's like no big deal. It was a big deal for me. And, and just to put it out there, be like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to share this and to get the feedback of, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. You're so beautiful without makeup, all of these things. Mm-hmm. Again, it allows other people to connect with you in a different way. That's yeah. All. And I yeah. think you're also, you know, speaking of them holding the space for you, you're holding the space to give somebody permission to do it as well. So when you stepped forward with that and, you know, took the makeup off or, you know, whoever is out there listening and you're terrifying, terrifying, it is terrifying. (laughs) Not going to lie. There's been many a picture I've taken and I'm like, Oh, hell no, that's not going going to be posted. That is not flattering. And again, that's not because I'm trying to impress people. That's because I don't feel good about it. That's right. It's a distinct difference. Absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, you know, when you grow up in, you know, that environment of constantly being critiqued or like I, mm-hmm. I can't thousands of photos I've had taken of yes. me. Like I now look at myself with a very discerning eye. I don't know about you and same <laughs> with my videos. I look at my videos like a director, like, okay, that's good. That's okay. Like that. I didn't love that. That wasn't as connected. Yes. And I think that comes, I always say videos, a muscle, right? Whatever we do, it's, it's building that muscle, building that confidence. Confidence comes from doing by the way, yep. not thinking, nope. not listening. Like you got to do the thing to build the muscle. Like you can't think about going to the gym and get leaner. Like you actually have to go do the work, right? I wish (laughs) me me too. Do we all wish Uh, that? Yes. Can I just, can I just believe that? Think of a yoga body. We'll be right. Exactly. All good. (laughs) So I think this is so important because people are so scared to show up, but it's in showing up that you actually get confident in your message, right? It's showing up that you'll have someone reach out to you and go, Oh my God, you made my day. Thank you so much for sharing that. You have no idea how much that helped me. And I'll tell you, that's what keeps me going is putting things out. Even if just one person says, exactly. thank you for that. That made my day. You inspired me. That was super helpful. That fills my gas tank and I keep going. Right. Yeah. So yeah. And you never know yeah. where that's going to come from. 
either folks, yeah, because yeah, you don't know, you know, you, people are like, well, no one, no one needs to hear from me. Oh, they do though. They, they do. do. And everybody, because of the way that we're operating in society is always listening, always watching. There's been so many times where I've put things out or my clients have put things out where I'm, where we're like, oh, no one reacted to that. And then I'm getting emails or people stopping me wherever yeah. I am. And you never know who needs to hear it or yes. who's in a jam that needs a to hear it. thousand percent. And I say like, people will stalk you for a very long they time will. they won't they won't like you they won't comment on your stuff but they're watching yes. and that's what's important and you know i say there's four c's to really building a successful business when it comes to video and i've already shared some of them but the first one as we talked about is connection yes. really establishing where's my person where you know who am i speaking to why am i speaking to them understanding why you're the one to deliver the message right so that emotional connection is number one because without it you can't grow yeah. two is consistency you must must be consistent. Now, here's the funny thing. People are like, well, I did a live once or, you know, what? I went live every day for 30 days and nothing happened. And I'm like, okay, first of all, don't go live every day for 30 days. But yeah. it's like they try something, they don't get an instant result. So they go on to the next thing. Biggest mistake an entrepreneur can make. In fact, what got me to seven figures is doing the same thing over and over again. Now, as a visionary and a quick start, it's a little bit painful for me yeah. because I yeah. am an idea person. Me too. But I think when you have something that works and you keep working that thing, and that doesn't mean you can't be creative and you can't do other things, mm. but as entrepreneurs, we're so quick to give up, yeah. you know, and impatience kills dreams more than anything else, more than talent, more than ability, more than anything else, impatience. So saying, look, I'm gonna put out a video every week, come hell or high water, I don't care. I'm gonna put out regular content. I'm gonna go live once a week okay. at this time on this page. Like you start building the third C, which is credibility, yes. right? So consistency lends then to credibility because you keep talking about what you're doing in a way that people start to listen. Mm -hmm. And then when you have credibility, you have conversion. When people trust you, they will buy from you, but you can't do a video or show up once or do a thing and be like, where's all the money at? Like, where are my yeah. people? Like it yeah. takes time. Like building a brand is a marathon and is not a sprint. So you have to be like, how can I show up to serve someone on a regular basis? And I will tell you, Michelle, it's like one of the biggest mistakes when I ask entrepreneurs, what's your marketing plan? How are you advertising? What are you doing to get yourself out there every single week? I don't have one. I don't have one. Oh, no, I don't invest in that. No, I don't do that. Okay. And then you're frustrated because you're not making money. Yeah. You feel like the best kept secret, you know, all those things. So you yeah. could tell I get a little passionate about this topic. Well, yeah. Cause it's worth getting passionate about because I think yeah. any marketer who's listening right now is like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because, yes. and yes. you know, 30 days, people will even say, well, I did it for 30 days. That's not long enough. That's not long enough. That's to not long engage enough. Engage market yeah. reaction. That's not long enough to, you know, get the momentum up as well and deliver your message, especially in a noisy marketplace that we're in right now. And also I just want to reinforce what you just said about having that strategy and having that as part of your plan, because I think it's extremely powerful. If you can have a visibility strategy, marketing plan, however you want to call it, plus yeah. rev gen strategy. And you marry yes. the two. You cannot yes. have oh one in a silo without the Music other. to my ears. That's yes. right. I always tell people like you can't be great on camera and not have any conversion strategy systems, automation, all of those things. Right. And I have people say, well, I, I'm comfortable on camera. I'm like, great. Well, how is that converting for you? Are, is, are your videos actually converting to clients and sales for you? 
like, okay, no. I'm like, okay. So we talk about the same thing, Michelle, like what is your conversion strategy every month? How are you driving revenue? How are you driving traffic? And of course, women, we hear, I don't like to sell. I don't want to sell. Like, well, look, if you want to make an impact on the planet, right. And you want to have a business, like you, you have to tell people what you do and give them an opportunity to, to buy from you. Right. So (laughs) I like, you know, it really comes down to helping people get what they need. And in return, I mean, it's just an energy exchange. You're going to give value. And in return, they're going to give you money. That's what happens, right? Exactly. Exactly. And the more money you make, the bigger impact that you can put out in the world is kind of the way that that's exactly how I feel. I've had that conversation with clients and myself to be fully transparent on that, you know, that you really do make an income when you make, you do really make a larger impact, the more money you get. And then also to your point, it is an energy exchange and we all know how it feels to be on a one-sided energy exchange ourselves. So don't create that model in general where somebody else walks into it. So, you know, putting yourself out there from a conversion standpoint is key. Totally. I mean, and you just said something that's really powerful. It's like, you know, how you show up is a mirror for how other people will. So if you're like, Hey, I'm going to discount my prices. I'm going to do this for free. I, I don't believe we're all meant to be martyrs. I do believe very much in building social entrepreneurs and making money that you then give back. Like we give 10% back to charity. I give back to my church. Like, I think it's very important to give back, but you have to have some money to give. Right. And I, I really feel like if we're going to see the societal changes in the world that I would like to see, we need more women sitting at the table that are making those decisions. And unfortunately, a lot of that comes down to wealth generation, you know, mm-hmm. and if, if we are sitting there in scarcity and struggle, how do we, how do we show up in those conversations? How do we donate to causes that matter to us? How do we eradicate, eradicate poverty and all of that? Don't get me started. Like, it's just, I, know. I, know. I agree. I think that we, we have to look at if we don't value ourselves, how are we helping other people yeah. value themselves? Right. And you're so. not, and as women, I think we're like, well, we don't want to be selfish or we don't want all the, we don't want to be, right. We got it fine. We're conditioned with a lot of them. I understand. Yes. But yes. then look at it as you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for the woman sitting next to you. You're doing That's it for, right. you know, your kids, or you're doing it for whoever's listening to you on that video, you know, take you out of the equation if you have right. to, but at least admit that there's a role that you're playing in this world and you're worthy of playing that role you know, and put it on camera so that other people, you can spark that fire where other people can put it out. And then, you know, we will all together solve a lot more problems and rise up together. Money, a four letter word while we're at it. Yes. Uh, well, you. this is such a great conversation. Um, <laughs> are there any other kind of last tidbits that you want to share with the audience? Cause I, there's just so many valuable ones in here, but I always like to ask that just in case. Well, you, you said something earlier that I just wanted to jump back to, which is, you know, how often we, we discount like our message and our worth in the marketplace. And I, I really don't believe in competition. You know, there are what, seven and a half, eight billion people on the planet. Yeah. It's a global economy. There's room for you and there's need for you. Yeah. And when you say, oh yeah, but Rachel Hollis is already doing that or so-and-so is already doing that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's enough people for you to serve and for you to grow your business. And your story is so unique and it's going to reach the right person, you know? And so we have to just honestly get out of our own way so we can truly make the impact that we are here to make and that only we can make, you know? Your impact is different than mine and and my impact is different than someone else's. So like, stop trying to compare yourself 
you know, apples to apples. I'm like, make yourself a mango, like make yeah, yourself exactly. uncomparable in the marketplace and you will thrive. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and can you imagine a world that we all lived like that where we oh. all showed up? I just, it makes me a beautiful it, place. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. And I hope, I hope I like to maintain the hope and the faith that that is what we are moving into. It may take us a while, but you know, we, we will yeah. get there. Well, tell people yeah. where they can find you inspired living, all of that good stuff. Cause I know you, you put out some pretty amazing content yourself. So oh, thank tell you people so where much. Well, I will you. say one of the questions I get asked so much is uh, Carrie, what type of equipment do I need? How do I set up my home studio, my home office? So we have a really beautiful be studio ready guide that you can download. It's on the website, inspiredliving.tv, And it really walks you through like beginner equipment, more advanced, how to set everything up. So go grab that right now. And then, you know, we have a private Facebook group where I hold a masterclass video confidence and conversion, and it's absolutely free. And the transformation is truly phenomenal. Like the results people get from attending is what truly honestly gets me up every day. So that private Facebook group is called ignite your it it factor and come ask, come join it and be a part of the inspired living community. We have over 6,000 people in the group and it's just an amazing tribe. And we all hold the ladder for each other because there's room. There's room for everyone. There is. And I'll make sure to put all this good stuff in the show notes as well, folks, in case, you know, you have trouble finding it or anything like that. And, and Carrie, thank you so much for being here with me today. Such a powerful message for our listeners. Yes. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate you and the message you're sharing as well. Thank you. Carrie has to be like one of the most like beautiful people I've met in a really long time on camera, off camera, all of the places that are necessary, you know, because she hits the nail on the head when she talks about that authenticity level. I've had many clients who think they need to be perfect before they get on camera, who are, who do, who spend too much time looking around at those around them instead of just doing it themselves. Right. And here's the thing folks, is that the only thing that sets you apart from everybody else in this crazy world is you. What you can only bring to the table is just, you know, your unique essence, your authentic self. And it doesn't have to be scripted. It doesn't have to be perfect. And believe me, I'm in a similar boat to Carrie where I've been on stages and, and doing this kind of stuff since, oh good God, like 1990s somewhere, guys. So trust us when we say it doesn't need to be perfect. And people are looking for a way to kind of identify and see themselves within you. And you know what we all have in common? we're human. <laughs> so bring that level of authenticity and it'll help your business and you know yourself tremendously. And on next week's episode, I'm joined by my friend, Krista Berry, and we are talking about a topic that needs to be talked about way more. And, you know, I actually debated doing an entire month kind of just in this realm, but we're speaking about mental health and entrepreneurship because, you know, I don't know a single person nowadays who isn't, you know, struggling or has gone through a struggle or, you know, their mental health has taken a hit with this pandemic at some point throughout the process. So this is an episode, you know, you really want to tune into and share with a friend and that is coming next week. And, you know, as always, if you love this podcast, please don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, and review. And, you know, tell a friend because who couldn't use a little more resilience in their life, right? See you later.